Welcome to the Cabin Cast. Your getaway primer. Hey, Eric. Hello. It is spring. It's been raining all day. Yeah, raining, and it is officially mud season. Yes, I know. We got we last week. We talked from Montana. I get back. I get off the airplane, and um, the snow. I can't believe in a week how much it's going away. So it's a good thing we had an episode earlier. Where we talked about fun things to do on rainy days because we'll need to yeah. go back and listen to that one. Yeah, don't mind that. It's uh, plenty of good stuff. And it's funny, you think you dry your kids' snow clothes off a lot in the wintertime. Wait till the spring when uh. they're just in the snow. And But it is perfect snowball-making weather. I think this weekend we went out to our kind of hunting lodge area. And my son, Lachlan, uh, we probably threw him 200 snowballs that he was hitting <laughs> with a stick just yeah. to get, get practiced for baseball. So. so instead of like up here in the Northwoods and Lake Tomahawk, they do snowshoe baseball in the summertime. Yeah. So all these people playing the game, the team put snowshoes on, but they run through the dirt. But you sawdust. guys are playing, is it sawdust? You yeah. guys were playing snowball baseball. That sounds yeah. really Snowball fun. baseball. Yeah, the ball doesn't go very far either, so it's easy to play defense. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Well, yeah. I had a really fun day today at my shop because um, some customers came in and started a conversation with me. You know, sometimes you can tell when people are going to talk to you that we were kind of laughing that they already feel like they know you. And yeah. that's one of the great things about podcasts is that you really feel like you know um, the co-hosts or the hosts because they share so much about their lives and their families and their hobbies and passions and different things. And these people said that they feel like they, they already know us because they have listened to all the episodes. They first learned about the cabin cast when they came into your shop. Um, she said it was one of her favorite days ever because they retired, moved up here and they were able to furnish a home by just walking around uh, roughing it and going, I'll take that. I'll take <laughs> That's that. Awesome. I'll Those take are my that. favorite kind of customers. <laughs> right? Well, and these people, they were just so nice. You know, everybody we talk to on the cabin cast and interview, whether they've published books or they're just building a cabin for the first time, everybody is so down to earth and wonderful. And, you know, I just instantly connected and liked uh, these people. And it was so fun to hear their feedback. They started out by telling me that they listen to it usually at night. Um, it's kind of like their bedtime story is still oh, cool. to the cabin cast. And she said sometimes she falls asleep, you know, toward the end, and then they get to re-listen to the whole thing again. So they just <laughs> love that. But there I were podcasts that I listen to to fall asleep too. So do you? Yeah, yeah, I just love being somebody's bedtime story. I think that's yeah. just absolutely wonderful. And two of the things that I wanted to share too that they said was. They loved the old Hickory episode. Yeah. They loved listening to us interview Bob because they didn't know anything about the company. They have some old Hickory furniture they actually bought at Roughing It. And they were just fascinated to learn about the history of it. So they just loved that episode. And then they loved the one, um, well, they love all of them, but the one about Dale Mulfinger when we interviewed him. Yeah. And we'll put links to these past episodes we're talking about in the show notes, everybody. So if you're like, oh, I missed that one, then you can head to the show notes and find the link. But our interview with Dale, they had a great story that a guy 
that he used to, that Barry is the, the gentleman that came in that I got to meet today. Somebody who he worked with bought some land down in the Driftless area of Wisconsin, and they hired Dale to come and help design their cabin. No the kidding. Land. But this is what was awesome. And Dale kind of talked about this, about how you picture the cabin on the land. And so Dale came to their property and camped. I think I could be wrong, but I think they told me that he came on a motorcycle with his tent and he camped for several days and he would just like walk the land, stare at the land, get to know the land to help decide how to do the cabin. Oh, that's amazing. Wouldn't that be amazing he, if your architect showed up and, and camped? They said they would look out the window and, and just watch him because he was fascinating. I just loved it. So if if there hadn't been other customers in the shop, I probably could have talked to this couple all day long. They were wonderful. So we loved hearing that feedback. And they gave me some suggestions. They have a friend they're trying to convince to come on the cabin cast because they have great cabin stories. So I'm hoping other listeners will do the same thing. If you have friends that you know have great cabin stories, encourage them to write their story out and send it to us in an email if they'd love to be interviewed, they can connect with us. We love all the suggestions. So that was a really fun part of my day. And I couldn't wait to pass that on to you too, Eric. The Cabin Cast is brought to you by Roughing It in Style. On The Cabin Cast, we talk a lot about making memories. But what makes a home or getaway more likely to create those cherished times? The Interiors team at Roughing It in Style is here to help you find that perfect memory-making balance in your home. The balance between gathering and privacy, form and function, relaxation and entertaining. We have two showrooms stocked with furniture, decor, and lighting. Our Up North store is in Harshaw, Wisconsin, 10 miles south of Minocqua, and our Out West store sits on the doorstep of the Rockies in Fort Collins, Colorado. Find out more and plan your visit today at roughingitinstyle.com. Well, we got a great listener email. So this one was directed to you, and it was, Hi, Kristen, I am a CabinCast listener and also happen to own the cabin two doors down from you with my family. I love the podcast and look forward to it each week. I heard your discussion about... Agastura bitters on the most recent episode and can tell you that there is an interesting story behind the extra large bottle labels. So those are the labels on those cool bitters that overhang. It looks like a mistake was made. We don't know what the story is. But rather than having me share the story, I'd like to connect you with the person in charge of Agastura, who I met when I was doing some marketing consulting. Given that Agastura bitters are practically a retired spice in cabin cabinets, would you be interested? And yes, this uh, guy's name is Ryan. Ryan, we would be interested, and Kristen will be reaching out. I will. I can't wait to um, also enjoy maybe some of those in a in a drink this summer with my neighbor there. So I will be reaching out. That's awesome. I appreciate yeah, so, the listening so, and the passing it on. Yeah, stay tuned, and hopefully we'll have an update and maybe an interview we could work in. Yep. We had, um, before Eric and I pressed record, we started talking about some of the great interviews we're going to be having this spring and into summer. So it's going to be a really exciting season ahead for us and for our listeners. And I um, was peeking through a favorite book I have. It's called Cabins, Escape to Nature, and it's um, published by Images Publishing. There isn't really an author um, on it. The intro part is Damon Hayes 
couture. And there was a little bit of it I wanted to, to read aloud because it just makes you think about cabin life and how he talks about it. Especially as we talk about us being a getaway primer. A daydream of departure. The cabin has a captivating presence in the landscapes of our daydreams. In our reveries, we might imagine reaching an alpine hut after a steep ascent up a mountainside or happening upon a secluded shelter on the trail through a quiet forest. Seeking both adventure and tranquility, our collective wanderlust has led to a resurgence in interest about cabins. While the cabin's coordinates on each of our mental maps may vary, the feeling remains the same. An island of comfort and calm, isolated in an inspiring landscape. It might be a familiar place that we return to with our family and friends, a foreign place we dream of traveling to someday, or a fictional place we visit only in our thoughts. Whether real or imagined, the cabin appeals to our desire to escape from our urban surroundings and retreat into nature. In a lucid daydream, the cabin stands as a distant landmark in our imaginations, just beyond the horizon, inviting us to go and explore. And I just love the way... He put those words together. Yeah, that flows so well. Doesn't it? It's just summed it up so beautifully. Like, gosh, I wish we could use that as our little description of <laughs> that daydream of departure from our thoughts. I love the way that was written. And we'll put a link to this book in our, our show notes as well. Yeah, check that out. And I actually have a reading today, too. So this is kind of... I, I think in earlier episodes, it's been quite a while since I've dove into my collection of antique magazines and vintage magazines. So this one is from Recreation, which is one of my favorites. It, they're these big, cool vintage magazines. And this is from February of 1909. Wow. So, yeah, I love so, how old these magazines are. Yeah. It's just amazing. So th this one's super old, 100 years old, or well over 100 years old. And my favorite things to read in them is Re Recreation's point of view, which is the, I think, letter from the editor. And I'm going to read a just a small s snippet from Recreation's point of view. So this is about the art of rambling. And I love the word rambling. You know, Lord, I was born a rambling man. <laughs> um, so this is uh, discontent drives men to the woods and the long trail and brings them back lighthearted. It builds boats and bungalows, pays for automobiles and balloon silk tents, and returns a good profit on the investment. It is the very essence of the brew from which all recreation arises, the inspiration of every adventure in true contentment. It adds liberty to the holiday and snaps its fingers at thus and so. Exploration, to get out of the rut, to go somewhere, anywhere, and do something out of the ordinary, that is life. To be king of the highway for a day in a crownless way, <laughs> to look down from the hills with the scarecrows, to invert the trespass sign, to drink at the horse trough, <laughs> to outwit routine and play truant with whim and humor for companions. Here is your opportunity. Liberty is yours if you will but take it. You need follow no path, but may branch off anywhere and blaze a trail of your own. Certainly you will regret it if you become the tail to someone else's kite. And most surely you will profit by experience. If you have never yet felt the thrill of initiative, never stood up on your own heels and faced the world from your own particular point of view, now is your chance this year. Unleash your discontent, join hands with hope, and take the road which seems the hardest. Oh my gosh. Okay. Both of these readings today are just like so inspiring. I know, oh my super gosh. inspiring. Wow. Yeah. 
So if you just, if like our listeners just take off sprinting for the woods to go build a cabin of their own or something, right. it's like so inspiring. And they're not going to be someone else's kite tail or whatever. Yeah, no, don't do be the tail. Own. Yeah. <laughs> Ever since I was little, my parents used to say, never be the tail to someone else's kite. <laughs> I think that needs to go on one of our shirts as we yeah. put our merchandise out there. Exactly. Oh my gosh. That's a great one. I love that. Well, and I was... uh curious about something with cabins today too i was wondering what the most popular cabin in the world is that's what i googled and right okay. you can usually find anything if you just type it in there and after you get through some of the junk at the top you find the the nuggets in there and i found the world's most popular airbnb so okay. everybody i want everybody to picture it's too bad that you already pulled it up eric because i I sent you the link a second ago, but I want everybody that's listening to picture what they think this cabin looks like. The world's most popular Airbnb. If it's rustic, if it's a giant cabin with a slide into a pool. I mean, what does everybody's vision of probably the most popular Airbnb cabin is? And this is the most popular listing, right? That yep. people have viewed? Okay. Yep. But it's also so popular, it'll say this in the article, that it's hard to get to stay there. Oh, it's like booked really yes. heavily. Yep. So this is a geodesic cabin in California. And okay, so a, those, the geodesic domes? Yeah. Okay. Yep. And it'll um, be a great one to post on our Instagram and Facebook so everybody can get a visual of it. And we'll also have the link to this whole article um, in our show notes. It's from tinyabode.com. So that's why I didn't tell you yet what the title of the, where the article came from, because that would have told you a little bit about what the cabin is like. Yeah. Tiny abode. All right. So mushroom dome cabin is a tiny and cozy geodesic dome home surrounded by red woods in California. The tiny treetop cabin holds the crown as Airbnb's most visited listing in the world. When Kitty Merche and her husband, Michael, listed a pentagonal cabin that a friend built on their property on Airbnb in 2009, absentmindedly, the couple had little clue that their listing would completely transform their lives. The rental, dubbed the Mushroom Dome Cabin, exploded in popularity, and it has held the title as Airbnb's most popular listing for 10 years and counting. Flush with five-star ratings and nearly 1,300 reviews, the Mushroom Dome Cabin is also one of the hardest Airbnbs to book, thanks to its affordable price and stellar treetop location that's perfectly positioned for birdwatching and views of the Milky Way. Guests typically book months in advance. Snagging dates on a weekend often require making a request 9 to 11 months in advance. Wow. Guests can definitely enjoy a meal out on the deck, which comes with seating, a table, a barbecue grill, and an extra gas burner. Although the couple has spruced up the cabin and slightly expanded it beyond its original 100 square foot size, <laughs> the dwelling hasn't lost its rustic charm. Absolutely, it is a true nature retreat. The elevated treehouse-like dome comes with a large outdoor deck and is surrounded by hiking trails. Surprisingly, this geodesic dome has glazed sections that open the cabin up to natural light and canopy views. The one-bedroom, one-bath rental comfortably accommodates three guests. First, it has a queen-size mattress in the loft, then a couch on the main floor can be converted to a bed. The main floor, nicknamed the Pentagon, comes with a couch, 
fold-out table, and a kitchenette with a few basic appliances and complimentary snacks. Then a privacy curtain separates the bathroom from the living area. So you might want to double check who you put on the couch right outside. (laughs) Its bathroom includes a nature's head composting toilet and a tiled shower. The skylight illuminated the travertine shower. The custom tiled sink adds a pop of color and personality to the compact bathroom. And in the corner is a nature's head composting toilet. What guests love about this property? Guests fall in love with the adorable cabin set on 10 acres. For instance, they can hang out on the deck, take a hike in the woods, go to the beach, or gaze at the stars. It's a real animal lover's paradise. The guests can watch the hummingbirds, certainly pet kitties, goats, or check out our chickens, cats, and miniature dog. <laughs> that so, sounds it's really magical. Doesn't it? Yeah. So, um, I don't, it sounds more like a place I would maybe go on my own, like a little writing retreat. I don't know yeah. if I'd take two other people with me, but. Right. It kind of looks like when you look at the pictures, it looks like a place you'd stumble on and like where you get lost in a hike and there's like a wizened <laughs> old kind of mysterious man, like casting spells in the woods or something. It's super especially, cool. Especially after you hear that there's goats, you just picture yeah. they've got a little bell on them and they're. <laughs> yeah. It, it feels like it's a scene from a Disney movie for sure. Yeah, so that'll be a fun one to share and uh, have everybody check out. I, I'm curious to know how their visualization when I before I started reading is f- fitting for now. So, yeah, we'll share that one for sure. <laughs> awesome. Hey, it's Kristen. I'm here to tell you about White Arrow's Home. White Arrow's Home is a lifestyle brand that shares a warm and cozy mix of design ideas, inspirational style, and personal journeys from the backdrop of the Wisconsin Northwoods and my lakeside log cabin home. I love sharing daily inspiration for you on my blog, through social media, and in my shop. At White Arrow's Home, you can shop in person in the store, but also online from anywhere. You'll find a mix of antique, vintage, and new furniture, accessories, and gifts carefully curated to fit our brand of classy cabin and cottage decor, campy style, and always a heavy sprinkling of plaids. New products come in the shop daily with decor that will let you bring Northwoods Living into your own home and style spaces that are inviting, beautiful, and make family and friends want to linger longer. Well, everybody, I just hope you'll send us um, your stories and suggestions, what you're hoping to hear more of on the Cabin Cast, um, maybe some of your favorite episodes that you'd love to have us play again in a recast or interview people again. Maybe you have some questions for some of our interview guests that you'd like us to reach out and ask them. Yeah, and we've been having a ton of fun on social. So there's some things that we'll share coming up soon. We had one of our listeners sent us a picture of an antique old old child's chair that was made they're hoping by old hickory so we sent it to old hickory and old hickory wasn't sure because there's no markings on it and the scale's kind of hard to understand in the picture that they sent but they're it's kind of a to be determined so we've got this picture of an old chair old hickory has said maybe but they need a little more information so our listener is going to when they head back to their cabin in the spring or summer they're going to take some more dimensions and pictures and photographs of it and see if we can't solve the mystery of whether or not it's an old hickory antique children's chair that is so much fun and yeah the customers that came in today said that one of the first things they did after listening to that episode was climb under the table 
to look and, for the clues yeah, that it really for, was. Yeah. And if, it's, if it's a new one that they got from us, then it has a really cool brass plaque, this exactly. kind of oval shaped kind of bent brass plaque that adheres to the, the curved hickory. So that's a lot of fun. Yeah. And we got another comment too about that episode on Instagram. A follower said, I love every inch of these pics that we shared from old hickory. So totally up my style alley. You guys come up with the best podcast content. Thank you. Oh, so awesome. A, a great bit of awesome. feedback, too. Yeah. Oh, and I was going to tell. So we we have a, let me tell a quick story. We My uncle turned 80. So we had an 80th birthday party for my uncle in Phillips, where we kind of build our barnwood furniture at our workshop. And it's our hunting little spot, too. So we have tons. My dad and I have been hunting. You know, my dad's been hunting for, oof maybe since he was 15. So quite a while, quite a while. And I've been hunting my whole entire life since I was 12 years old. So we've got quite a few deer heads on the wall, like quite a few. I don't know if I've shown you pictures <laughs> of our, our hunting lodge. It's a, a little much. Well, we had the party out there. So we decided to put party hats and happy birthday glasses on all the deer. Oh my gosh. Did you get a picture walls. of it? Yeah, we have pictures. So we'll oh, share that. Awesome. I'll share some it. pictures of our lodge. It's, it's a little over the top with the amount of antler and deer that are up in there and taxidermy but you know again it's a lifetime full of memories and and things and we we yeah. sure enjoy hunting and you know really the eating's the big thing but it, it's fun to have the deer up the memories the stories that you tell but it, it made quite the uh quite the atmosphere for right. the party that we had and my niece who had never been there before she walked in and her eyes were as big as saucers when she saw all these deer how, up on the how wall old is she? How old is she? Uh, she is seven so she seven. saw all these deer up on the wall with the party hats on and the glasses <laughs> on and uh it was it was fun it was a lot of fun you know and at seven years old you could probably tell the kids you know they still have such imaginations like that the, the deer were real and they were helping celebrate the party and you oh know, yeah for sure. Yeah. For sure. So that was a good time. And my folks said, though, that, uh, you know, after a house full of grandkids and they said they were exhausted just sweeping <laughs> up all the dirt and dust and the house was clean oh. before we got there. And afterwards, it looked like a tornado went through. So, Oh, I know. Right. That's yeah. what what was that quote that was always hanging up in people's homes about the dust bunnies save them for later because the kids grow up so fast, you know. Yeah. They do, they do make a little bit of a mess. Yeah, I thought you were going to do the relative stink after so many. Oh, the, the <laughs> fish, so I like thought fish. that was like, yeah, yeah, like fish. That's um, true too, right? <laughs> yeah. Did you guys leave? Did you guys leave any surprises for your parents from your trip? We talked about this in a previous episode where I shared that my kids um, left pictures up. Of, yeah. Did yeah. you do anything this time? You know what? I'd have to check with the kids. They they made a snowman or a snow oh. bear for okay. my mom right outside the kitchen window. She has these huge kitchen windows that look out to the ski slope and they, they put a, made a snow bear for her if it doesn't melt by then. But they did some of those nice surprises, but otherwise, because my parents weren't there, I wanted to be an extra nice guest. So I tried to clean every inch of the house before yeah. we left. So oh, that's good. Um, they could come home and not even mostly know that we had been there. But, yeah. 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 Good, good. Well, awesome. So lots of fun stuff to come. Thank you, everyone, for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Sounds great. Have a great week. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of The Cabin Cast. You can find details and more information in the show notes on our website at www.thecabincast.com. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen so you won't miss a single episode. Follow us on your favorite social media channels, 
You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at The Cabin Cast. We'd also love to hear from you. We want to hear your getaway and cabin stories. For a chance to have your story featured on an upcoming episode, email us at getaway at thecabincast.com. Until next week, enjoy the journey.